Siddur Snippet Series is generally sponsored by the Saka family and sponsored as well by Ayelet and Avram Foreman. And we are up to the 12th bracha of the Amida. But the truth is, while we refer to it as the 12th bracha, in many ways it's 11a or 11b. It was inserted, it was added only later. We colloquially refer to the Shemona Esrei as Shemona Esrei, which means 18. There are 18 brachas, but the truth is, we know there are 19. If we wanted to be more accurate, we would call the Amida, the bracha that we say, while we are standing. This bracha was added later. The original 18 were instituted by Anshay Knesset Agadola, and as we've discussed, they were instituted because they represent man's universal needs across all time and across all space, wherever and whenever we live. These 13 brachas in the middle, these needs, these requests, remain the foundation. They are the fundamental structure of what is most important, beginning from da'as, the need for knowledge and health, and prosperity, and justice, and ingathering of the exiles, Yerushalayim, redemption, and so on. These are man's universal needs. 500 years later, after Anshay Knesset Agadola, Shmuel HaKatan, whom we'll discuss more about momentarily, added and authored this additional bracha, the bracha of Velamashinim, known as the Bircha Saminim. This bracha was added later. The Shibole Aleket, the great Rishonim, has been describing the origin of each of the brachas of the Amidah of Shemona Esrei, and their historical antecedent, the historical precedent. So what is the historical precedent of this bracha, particularly if it was not part of the original Shemona Esrei of Anshei Knesset Agidola? So the Shabbat Aleke writes that when, not, when the Yamsuf split, and when the Mitzvah the Egyptians drowned in it, the Malachim saw that Hashem runs the world, and even our enemies, and even those who seek our demise, even those who seek to destroy us and erase us and exterminate us, even those who don't only oppose us physically, but want to purge our ideology, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu meets out justice. And therefore, when the Malachim witnessed and watched the Egyptian drown in the sea, they declared, Baruch Atah Hashem, they made the bracha, who breaks enemies and humbles rebellious sinners, shover oivim, machnia, zaydim, that there is an answer for them all. And later, that historical precedent, that text, which was lost, Rabbi Gamliel, who is the one who recruited Shmuel HaKon to write Valam Hashinim, this bracha, knew there was a historical precedent, knew that the Malachim once declared that Hashem meets out justice and everyone will get what's coming to them. But the exact words and the language, he didn't feel he could author. And so he recruited Shmuel HaKon to do it. And as I said, we'll talk more about why Shmuel HaKon. This bracha begins with a vav, a vav achibur. Even though we were all taught, you don't bring a, begin a sentence with the word and the lamashinim, and the lamash, and to the mashinim, let there be no hope. But the reason the vav is it's an additional bracha, and it's a continuation of Ashiva Shoftein Kavarishona. This longing we have for the restoration of justice, of truth, of honesty, of integrity, of fairness between each other and for Klal Yisrael, it continues the lamashinim, and in that spirit that there's an injustice, in that vacuum. In the absence of a Sanhedrin, that void, that vacuum is filled with minim, with mashinim, with those wicked in, uh, individuals, the Stukum, the Sadducees, and others who are seeking to undermine, seeking to erase, seeking to, seeking to confront our very ideology, our shkafa of who we are. The Raman explains in Nilchus Tefillah, the beginning of Perik Beis, the historical background for what precipitated this bracha. Again, for 500 years, the Amidah Shemona Esrei was that, Shemona Esrei, 18 brachos, and it covered all of universal needs. 
And 500 years later, something was happening in the world that Megamliel felt he needed to recruit, he needed to appoint someone. Shmuel Akotan was that someone to tackle a new problem, a new need, one that was indeed very threatening and very dangerous. Writes the Rambam, he made Rabbi Gamliel in the days of Rabbi Gamliel. Where was Rabbi Gamliel? The Rambam doesn't write it. In Yavna. Why Yavna? Because after the Churb and the Sanhedrin was in Yavna. And Rabbi Gamliel was the Nasi. He was the leader at the time. The number of heretics, the number of deniers, the numbers of those who corrupted and distorted our Torah Kadosha, they increased, they proliferated, and they threatened, they tried to, to seduce and tempt us to leave and abandon our ways. They tried to entice us to turn away from Hashem. We're suffering again, mass assimilation, an attempt to be Jew-ish, and not Jews, with Torah Hashem. Listen to the Lashon the Rambam. What motivated Rami Gamliel to edit or add an addendum to what Anshe Knesset HaGadola with their divine insight had already authored? Because Rami Gamliel felt more than Das and Rifa'inu and Baruch Aleinu, more than all the needs for knowledge and health and prosperity, the bigger threat than our own physical well-being was a threat to our very neshamas. So he and his Beisdin stood up and they instituted a new bracha. To eliminate and remove and stop the threat and the danger of the heretics and those who are promoting assimilation and the disappearance of our Mesorah. And they added it and instituted it to be part of our davening so that everybody would know it. It would be arranged in the mouths of all. So in truth concludes the Rambam, doing the math for us, 18 plus 1 is 19. Today, from then on, there are 19 brachas. What precipitated this bracha, and this is essentially very courageous and brave, and perhaps at its time, somewhat controversial decision of Rabbi Gamliel and his Beisden in Yavna, was they saw what was happening. There was a disappearance. There was a threat to the Mesorah. There were heretics who were causing mass assimilation. They were trying to seduce and entice Klal Yisrael to give up on what we know to be true. And they therefore recruited Shmuel HaKotten to be able to institute. Rabbeinu Manoach in his commentary in the Raman points out what else was happening contemporaneously, those who know history, who was on the scene and his followers were beginning to promote a major corruption, distortion, and new religion. Yeshu, Christianity was on the rise. Rabbeinu Manoach writes, who are the minim of Avalam Hashinim? Yeshu and his followers, their impact and influence were beginning to be felt. Something significant needed to be done, putting in our mouths three times a day our hope and our tefillah to give us the language to articulate our wish to be able to oppose and stop their impact. Rabbeinu Manoach writes, that is the background too to the Amidah. The question is, we'll start off tomorrow night, why do we call it Shmona Esrei? It's 19 brachos. Is it just we didn't get the memo? We didn't update to call it the Chasrei Brachos? Is there a deeper reason why, even though there are now 19, we still call it Shmona Esrei? We'll pick up with tomorrow night.